Okay, okay, everybody. Okay, quiet, everyone. Quiet, quiet. Grab your glasses, pop your corks. The show is about to start. Welcome to uh, the Flask at Hand, the podcast that starts with whiskey and ends with knowledge. Woo! See, I didn't even let you guys. No, you didn't. No, nope. fuck that up. We don't know what any of it is. So, so um, we're back. We're back in the studio. Back in the garage. Oh back my God, we're back, back again. And it feels really good. <laughs> Everybody had COVID, so <laughs> you know, it was like, hey, maybe That's we shouldn't. Yeah. Hang out together because we feel sick. And then everyone the next weekend, everyone's like, hey, we're all sick with COVID. <laughs> so we probably out. shouldn't record. No, we didn't. <laughs> and then so we waited. Anyway, we're back. Uh, and we're Still back. Still COVID. Still. Yeah. But yeah. we're back. I think probably we're going to have it forever. Now we're spreading it. Yeah. According to the government, we're, yeah. we'll always have COVID. Yeah. So we are your hosts, Aaron, Lindsay, and Jake. And as we do, I will introduce uh, us to those of you that don't know us yet. Uh, Lindsay is a retired vampire slayer. Once the finest killer of Nightwalkers in the land, she was stripped of her title when the village found out she had fallen in love with the forest's ugliest and worst-smelling vampire (laughs) and now bears his half-blood child. (laughs) Aaron is the forest's (laughs) ugliest and (laughs) worst-smelling vampire. I was waiting that (laughs) goddamn. Even with those traits, he has still managed to make a fortune in the synthetic human blood industry and is slated to be on the cover of Forbes next month for his success. Yes. Have you two come up with a name for what I can only imagine will be a day-walking vampire yet? (laughs) For the child? Right. Mm -hmm. The half-blood child, the day-walker. Slayerum. Yes. Mm. I like it. Is it uh, going to be a boy or a girl? A uh, boy. Mixed. A boy. Yeah, mixed. Uh, mixed. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Stay with the times. Yep. All right. It's going to transition in the womb. Wow. <laughs> that is crazy. Um, so they're transgender for the rest of their life. Oh, my. They were born that sex, and right. they feel as though they are that sex. They are born transgender because they transitioned in the womb. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And I am Jake, your friendly neighborhood. What the fuck am I now? O-S-R-V. <laughs> Oil spill response vessel operator. Tonight, we are reverting back to the beginning. Random facts. Facts, yes. Facts. Where we're facts. going, we don't facts. need no roads. Facts. Yeah, exactly. So it's going to be fun. We, we all have three low. different things that, well, until last weekend, we didn't know what each other was going to do. And I changed they it. told me what oh. they were going to do last weekend, and I already forgot. So <laughs> it's still going to be a surprise. That's good. Uh, but before that, we have a whiskey, as usual. And tonight is a local favorite, Chuckanut Bay Distillery. They're bourbon. And it's very, very, very good. It's one of my favorite bourbons, which is crazy because we've had so many different bourbons. And this one is distilled right down the fucking street, basically. They're in our town. And they're right in downtown. Yeah. And they're awesome. I actually got a tour of their facility before they started distilling there. They didn't even have their uh, stills there yet. 
But um, yeah, these guys are super cool. It's two brothers. Uh, they started out distilling gin, actually, in a different area in Bellingham. But it's really, really good. We'll get into that first, and then we'll get into some really interesting shit. Nice. But should we kind of give a like give a preview of what the interesting shit's going to be? Sure. After the whiskey, yeah. uh, one of the subjects will be Burke and Hare, serial killers for science. Then we're going to talk a little bit about reanimation. Mm. It's so funny that like that's something that's weird. I we know th- these are very random things that we picked. Yeah, yes. not talk without about. talking to each other. Nice. So that's crazy. Animals gone wild. Oh, like taking yes. their tops off. Sort of first yeah, yeah, getting the Mardi Gras beans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, but not. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> the first one is Dang it. back in like the 1300s. They would take animals to trial. What? Yes. <laughs> Say what? And the second one is death by elephants. Ooh, oh, I love it. Execution. I love it. That's like that. a great band name. Yeah, death by elephants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's right. awesome. Uh, let's see. So let's just start with the whiskey. Um, yeah. I'm actually really excited oh, to too. drink this yeah. whiskey. You want me to crack yeah. it? Yeah, crack it. So yeah. what do we got here? What we have is a rectangular bottle. It's got a nice golden hue. It's a thick glass bottle. It is hue. a thick glass bottle. It's a neat looking bottle. Yeah, it's it really it's kind of got it's divots on the edges, and it kind of it's concave it's on mm-hmm. the outside edges, and it yeah. says Chuck and Bay Distillery um, cool. in, in the glass. You know, it kind of looks like a book. Even. It does it's look like a book. Like you right. sit in a library and read oh, a good you know, book. It's yeah, dipped in yeah. the the top of it. This is dipped in like a gold wax. Hmm. And it's got that little Tab ribbon yeah, that ooh. you've got to peel off. Oh, do you yeah. want to peel it? No, no, you do okay. it. It's really satisfying. You know what? Um, <laughs> what you could do? I just thought of is you could use these as bookends instead of buying. You could use an actual full whiskey bottle as a cool bookend for your yeah. shelf. I don't know. Anybody? I I got to peel it. Someone want to do the cork pop? Okay. Yeah. When was the last time you did a cork pop? Got to get real close. Little do you know. Real close. Cork pop ever. Wow. That was like an that. amazing That's an ASMR. Pour. Yeah. Whoa. Like that, is, that is. I'm definitely going first. Oh, you want to pour? <laughs> he saw the pour you gave me. And he's like, no, fuck that. I just. I love the smell of this bourbon. It is so different. From all these other bourbons that we try, it is just okay. Oh man, I already smell it. I've already smelled. I haven't even put my nose in it, and I can smell it. Okay, this is this is your uh, leather and your old horse saddle, your leather bound books, your your uh, you know old library with like mahogany uh, mahogany desk and oak bookshelves, and it's just this. Woody, leathery, tobacco-y. Corset bones. Oh, man. Corset bones? Yeah. Corset bones. What the fuck does that even mean? You know, like all the the little, I don't know. It reminds me of the the (laughs) back in the day when women wore petticoats. Yeah. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's it's got that smell. Feathers. Gatsby. Gatsby. I think it's one of. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of, just got one of those smells that you don't get with other bourbons. It doesn't have that real sweet brown sugar smell definitely no, tobacco smoke oh tobacco yeah, and sure. tobacco smoke yeah. but not just tobacco smoke tobacco just like deep yeah. deep Fresh. rich tobacco mm-hmm. maybe even some like Very uh rich. ripe fruit around the edges of that but man i really get that um you're sitting Apricot in a maybe? study mm-hmm. oh, you yeah. know and there's that smell really of those old books and it's just such a good velvet, smell velvet coats such ship. a good smell yeah, yeah. it's like oh 
man, I That's tell you, awesome. it, this the is sm- just the smell one of my of that very, is very is favorite enjoyable. bourbons. There That's is awesome. Copper Sea Excelsior here from New York. Mm-hmm. It's Love one of my one. favorite bourbons of all time. This is a close second for sure. Like I really, okay. and it's so weird yeah. that it's from our town. It's crazy, uh, but it's very, very good. I think these guys do an amazing they job. A, uh, this Chuck and a Bay Distillery has another one at Christmas time called Krampus. Yeah, I've never tried it. It's oh, yeah. kind of like tried it. yeah, it was it was actually it was, really good after uh, overall though it's very strong. It's more like a fireball like yeah. it seems style. like I, yeah, it sounds like it's more of a like allspice yep. kind of uh, like mm-hmm. like a uh, fruitcake allspice type cinnamony of cinnamony for sure. Cin- yeah, like very hot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's really, really good. I'll have to try it one it's of these It's actually days. very good. All their ingredients come within a 30-mile radius. Yeah, it's wow. all local it's shit. Local. It's all from around here, everything in there. So And we did cool. talk to them at some point at the very beginning about oh, yeah, trying right. to come in there and maybe record a podcast from the distillery at some point. I don't think we ever heard. And ma- maybe we will, but it was right when COVID was hitting. So Right, you know, yeah, it was, we'll it was in, the, in the beginning for sure. And I sent them an episode, and they probably listened and were like, fuck that, we're not going to sit down <laughs> with these guys and talk about bourbon. But it <laughs> It would be cool to Maybe sit down and talk whiskey now. with those guys. Yeah, that yeah. would be cool. Yeah. What's the other one out in Ferndale that we need to get out to and do a oh, yeah. tour? Uh, Doc Swinson's, yeah. man. Yeah, Doc Swinson's. Doc Swinson's. Yeah. Again. We got to talk with favorites. those guys again. They told us they were going to give us a tour of the facility. Yeah. I think, th- actually, yeah. they're it's from from like Instagram and social media and stuff, it looks like they're really growing nice. and they're, they're doing yeah. well. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> They're getting a lot of good. Oh, it's so fucking good. Followings so from so other delicious. from other whiskey Instagrams and stuff because yeah. I I follow a lot of the same guys that uh, you know it's and, and uh, it's pretty cool, but I think they're doing good. So I would I like to. They talk. They're too. probably busy and like we're oh, just boy. you know what I mean. Especially if they're well, that's yeah. one of them that we'll you know we again. have a lot of whiskeys. Yeah. I'm just gonna be honest. We have a lot of different whiskeys at the house, and a lot of them just sit there. And every once in a while, we might try some or give some as a taster or whatever. Yeah, we don't, whiskey's not a thing to drink every When you know, when, when you had a bottle that goes quickly, you know what's really good. Mm. Doc Swinson's went very quickly. Yeah, it's it was been, very, very good. It was good. gone yeah. quick. I was, I was super drink, impressed. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah it was really good. Really? So, what's well. What's this uh, bourbon, empty bourbon bottle that's uh, gold up here you've got? What is that thing? Oh, it's Freeland. That's from Portland, and it's really not good. Oh, really? Okay. okay. Yeah. Get that, yeah. Yeah, but it's a cool bottle, like teardrop it's a shape. It's cool bottle. bottle. Yeah, that's why I bought it. Sometimes I buy whiskey just by the bottle because it looks cool, yeah. you know. And then I try it. Sometimes it's good. It's like that still house in the yeah. tin can. You're yeah, like, oh, that it's one thirty really bucks good. in a tin yeah. can. It's gonna be shitty, it's but really it's cool. Good. And then it was actually really yeah, delicious. Just reminded so, of that still house. Yeah, that that's yeah. a special buy. Yeah, totally. I'm gonna get. I might get a couple more because they're so cheap. Doesn't that smell great? Yeah, it does. Let's it just puts it. you in a different world. It does. Man. Uh, oh, do you have a toast? Yeah. I hope today. Is the worst day of your life. Thank you. Was or is? It's still a day. <laughs> hope this was the worst Does day it, of your doesn't life. Doesn't it make sense? Yeah, you in the every, past tense. You hope yeah. every day is better. Right, no, I get it. I get it, yeah. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Oh, my God. Wow. Super oak. Mm. I mean, it's it's a spicy one. Oh, that is. That just made me, have you guys Ooh. ever, like, settled in God, uh, into a hot tub or something? Oh. And you just get that feeling of euphoria that washes over you, like, hmm. I told you guys, it's yeah. so. I really want to sit in like a study, and just sit there with it's my so cool, different. rich robe and yeah. my men's club robe or something, yeah, and exactly. cigar. And just, oh. It's just a different bourbon, man, and it's so good. It's a it, man's it, bourbon, right there. It right? is. It is. That's good. It's so delicious. It's just one of my well, favorites. You know what I mean? God, Jesus. Yeah, it's a man's <laughs> bourbon. Man's so maybe you should stop drinking is. it. <laughs> Let me see your dick, Lindsay. Tell him it's big enough to drink this whiskey. <laughs> I mean, 
if that's what it takes. Get I don't know. Out. I drink enough of this. It might not grow anymore. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but super, super oaky. It just, I know what I love about it. It doesn't have any of the sweet parts of real bourbon. Yeah, it, it so doesn't. Like, or like it other doesn't. bourbons. I won't oh, say yeah, real bourbon because right. this is this is probably it's one of the meaty. realest bourbons I've this ever had. Yeah. It's, it is. It's it's hearty and it's oaky and it's it's got that it's leather. Even in the taste, it's bourbon. even in the in the in the taste, it's got that. It makes me do a shimmy. Leather and that like, tobacco. It just makes my shoulders move side to side in a shimmy. Like and a it's Laura, earthy. And like it's a, a Laura beautiful Rudy whiskey. It's a, it it's a fucking beautiful whiskey. And it, it's, it sits in a... Well-rounded. A league. Yes, a league a of league its of own. own. Oh, so it's a woman's. <laughs> That's a fucking movie. <laughs> it is. L- league of yeah. her own. That's a fucking good movie. It's a delicious It just doesn't taste like anything I've whiskey. ever had. Highly recommend. So... This is a gifting. Bur- this is a really good gifting. It's whiskey. a great gifting yeah. Yeah. whiskey to someone who enjoys whiskey. There's been plenty what's of time. A, what's the price point on this? Bad this boy? was fifty bucks. That's yeah. not bad. It at was all. fifty bucks. I mean, I mean, it's a little more of the tax, but I think it was forty nine ninety nine. So I mean, that's fair. That's huge. That's such a good. I thought price. it was going to be like at least sixty. No, I, I mean, I think after Washington well, like State taxes, stupid tax. I mean, yeah, but uh, now, Jake, can you tell me is this vegan? <laughs> or Here we go. Back to bourbon. episode one. I hate it when there's meat floating around in my whiskey. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, cool. All Chemistry. Right. Uh, I'm going to give it a, honestly, this is actually one of my favorites. I'm just saying that because they're a local distillery and I want their support for the podcast. <laughs> I actually really, really love this bourbon. And it's kind of cool that I have that tie with those guys, uh, knowing friends of friends and stuff like that. It's pretty neat. It was really cool to go check out their, their new place before. It's actually the old JC Penney's from like the fifties. Oh that's, that's, right. that's, yeah, uh, that's the JC building they, that they're in now. Yeah. So it's kind of neat, but uh, really cool dudes. Uh, really, really care about their product. And it's just an amazing oh, yeah. whiskey. So yeah. I'll, I'll drink it. All the time, it's one of my favorite bourbons. That's coming from not a bourbon guy, uh, but anyway, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. It's gonna get a pretty high score from me. I'm gonna give it an eighty. Wow, and I know that's wow. really high yeah. for a bourbon Huge coming from me, you. but it is very, very good. Mm-hmm. It's very good, and okay. uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna give it an eighty. That's that's where I'm at with this bourbon. Yeah, nice. I think mine's high too, just because. Out of everything we've had on the show and not on the show, just tasting whiskey, this is definitely a like you said, league of its own. It's I've never had anything that tastes even similar to this. this is way different in a good way. Yeah. So I'm Delicious. I'd probably give it a seventy three. Damn. That's a high fucking That's pretty score good. too. I gotta taste it again. Okay. Just yep, just as I thought. It's a Gary Paulson the hatchet. Oh, good book. Good fucking book. That's what it tastes like. It tastes on a scale of a books. Love that book. I love that book. I love this whiskey. Mm. Um, I love Gary Paulson. Uh, I'm not. I'm a big reader, as you all know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, not. But because it reminds me of a bookend. It's square. It's rectangle. I feel like it would look so cool. It really in would. a study and as a bookend. And their labeling is so cool too. This like yeah. uh, I don't know what it's. It's I going can't up the it. side. We'll too. take pictures and you guys will see it. Yeah. On, yeah. So on if Instagram you saw this shit, from the side, how you would have it as a bookend, you'd see it's written Chuckanut Bay Distillery in the, the glass. Side, in the glass. Yeah. And it's just yeah. cool. It's, it's cool. So it it's reminding me of books. It's reminding me of my stepdad Tom Swap. It's reminding me of. All the intelligence of Ron Swanson, who is also my stepdad. I feel like this is that's who he is. And so I'm going to give it a hatchet on a scale of 
maybe like the Twilight Saga being the low end. It's oh, definitely the low end. <laughs> Never read them, but I'm <laughs> I guess sure it they'd be depends down there. who you're talking to. But. <laughs> and like the uh, Tao Te Ching as the top end. I, I, I'm thinking. Uh, well, I really love my <laughs> favorite. One of my. Uh-uh. I, I don't know what that is. It's da- It's a book of Taoism. Oh, I'd probably love that. Really actually, badass, that'd actually. probably really. It's high. like the Taoism Bible. I guess oh. I can't. I shouldn't say that out loud to people that are actually Taoists. Yeah. Like, there's no such You're thing. Yeah. Taoism isn't a religion. Yeah. But anyway, it's really, really great. I'm sure I would absolutely yeah. love Lao Tzu, that. Uh, yeah. the Tao Te Ching. Yeah, okay. It's really great. Yeah. Do you have recommend. it? No, I should. Yeah. Yeah. I read it in high school. Can you let me borrow it if you ever get it? <laughs> yeah. I might get it, actually. <laughs> Instead of me getting it, can you get it? I'm actually at a point in my life that I think I want to reread that book. I'll borrow it from you. Like, I love. Eastern religions and that yes. one in particular, even though it's not s- technically a religion, it's finding all that within mm-hmm. yourself. So it's it's different, but it's amazing. I love it. Yeah, it's really cool. Spiritual. Yeah. But truly, my favorite book of all time is called The Island of Blue Dolphins, and it's by Scott O'Dell, and it's just an awesome book. So highly mm-hmm. recommend that one. Okay. It's my top, top, top. So that's at the top of the scale. Top of the scale. So hatchet. Where hatchet is this this whiskey? <laughs> so I'd have to say it's actually almost just a. Hatchet was one of my favorite books of all time, so probably a, I'd say an eighty-five. Oof. If we're go- if we're gonna put a number Oof. on it, if Island of the Dolphins <laughs> is a hundred percent, probably gonna go. <laughs> so Chuck and a Bay Distillery Bourbon, I guess go get some. Yeah. I like this. Go, wherever I, you are I, in the world, go uh, get online and yeah. get some because this it is, is amazing. A bottle of whiskey I won't buy because that means I'll just drink it immediately. <laughs> so it's not yeah. a good idea for me no, to have it. No, it's a good it. one to have it's a two or three bottles around. It's better to have some shitty whiskey around. And so you got to remember, it. it's at least a year old. Uh, so aged a minimum of a year old. So they're the, the just s- a baby. The lim- the, well, think about the limited supply that they must have. I mean, yeah. they've only been making the bourbon for the last, whatever, eight years or six right. years or whatever it is, however they long, however long they've been making it. But anyhow, so really good whiskey. And if you've stuck around this long through all the bullshit we just did, welcome. Thank to the you. Show. Yeah, you're <laughs> in for a real treat now. Check so the Bay Distillery. This yeah. is <laughs> <laughs> so. This is the point in the show where we've had a little bit of whiskey, and uh, we now we get into our. And we listen to Lindsay say smart things. In- <laughs> no. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It, our interesting uh, facts. Useless. Random facts, useless, useless. Facts? Yeah, useless fact. I can't remember anymore. That was like that was their shtick for Factoids. a while. Yeah, like, uh, I think I like going back to that. Yeah, I like that. It's Me it's too. faster. I think be mostly because I'm a lazy person, so I'd rather just find something that looks cool and then do something on that instead of having to like really research. Do you know what I like it the most? Is because I'm a selfish bastard, <laughs> and and this is why. This is why. It's because. I don't know what either of you are going to do, and I makes it fun. I am surprised to learn <laughs> something interesting. Yeah. yeah, just like anybody that's listening to the show that has no idea what we're going to talk about, unless you read the show notes, mm-hmm. guys. I put it all in the show notes, <laughs> the whiskey and all the topics. So, and, and they're pretty clever every once in a while. So, go read the show notes every once in a while, and, and then you'll get an idea what the show's about. But uh, while Aaron's over there having a Rona fit, yeah. But and this is the part of the show where I pick the wax piece from the top of the in chuck a million bottle pieces. into a million yeah, pieces. and then I clean Holy it up tomorrow <laughs> and everybody's gone. But anyway, it's fun. So we're going back to random uh, facts, things, and stuffs. Facts, 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 things, and stuff. I'll stop what you're doing because I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you used to. Oh. Sorry. I don't know why she's sang that song so many it's times stuck tonight. Stuck in my head. <laughs> I looked funny. 
Well, you're <laughs> making money, but my own. Yeah. It's a great. It's a great. cosmic bowling song. You know, they always played that chick. <laughs> that and Cotton Eye Joe. The Humpty Dance. Cotton yeah, Joe. the Humpty Dance. The Cotton Eye Joe and like fucking uh, Ace of Base. Oh, oh which one? I don't know. I saw the sign, all that she wants. He's another baby. She's gone tomorrow, but all that she wants is another baby. Nice. Okay. Now, again, if you're still with us, (laughs) (laughs) thank you. That was the best part of the show. Uh, So tonight, uh, the first uh, order of business is Burke and Hare, serial killers for science. Woo! Go serial killers. Yeah. Yeah. For science. For science. Yeah. The month is November. Ooh, is that the scene? Okay. The year is 1827. I see fog. Yeah. I see fog in a dark London. night with a full moon. London, dark alleys. Now, the place the is Edinburgh, Scotland. Okay. I like the name. And this time in history, Edinburgh was the leading center of anatomy and the science of the human body. Doctors would put on uh, what was known as anatomy shows. Which were so cool. which were course lectures using dissection of human bodies. How's that massive glass of whiskey going down? <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> it's really good. I know. I'm glad I put my own. Yeah, uh, a flyer for one of these shows by Dr. Robert Knox from November 4th, 1827 reads: Each of these courses will, as usual, comprise a full demonstration on fresh anatomical subjects. Of the structure of the human body and a history of the uses of its various parts and the organs and structures generally will be described with a constant reference to practical medicine and surgery. So that was from an actual uh, flyer from one of these anatomy shows back in 1827. And the fresh anatomical subjects were obviously dead people. Uh, The more fresh, the better. But legally, there were only certain bodies that could be used. And these bodies were of those who died in prison, suicide victims, and orphans. So okay. those were the legal... Did they kill the orphans? No, those I think the guidelines they, they had to, to be already oh, dead, okay. right? right? So okay. legally, um, these were the only ones that these doctors could use to put on the anatomy shows. Okay. This year, however, there was a shortage of legal corpses. And so created a new group of entrepreneurs called Body Snatchers, or... Resurrection men. Uh, yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Snatch. <laughs> yeah, these guys, right. Yeah. <laughs> these guys uh, would illegally dig up the very recently buried dead and sell them to the doctors that were undoubtedly in desperate need of cadavers to dissect. Uh, it was kind of a don't ask, don't tell situation between the body snatchers and Scotland's finest scientific minds. So, with that, kind of brings us to the stars of this little tale I'm about to tell. Uh, William Burke and William Hare. They both had the same first name. So to make this easier, I'll just call them Burke and Hare throughout the rest okay. of the show. I won't call them call William Bill and, Bill? and <laughs> William. Yeah. Yeah. Burke and was a cobbler by trade known locally as an industrious and good-humored man who often entertained clients by singing and dancing to them at their doorstep and was rarely seen without a Bible. Hmm. Wow. Instantly. I don't like this guy. Right. He just carries a Bible around. <laughs> but it's so funny. He's singing and dancing at their doorstep when he brings them back their shoes he fucking fixed or whatever. You know, it's it's pretty awesome. Um, interesting uh, fact. But that was that statement was made by people that knew or by a person that knew this this guy. So Hare 
was the owner and operator of a lodging house, and he, on the other hand, was described to be illiterate and uncouth, a lean, quarrelsome, violent character with the scars of old wounds about his head and brow. Violent wounds. Yeah. Yeah. So he was kind of a a jerk. Uncouth means lacking good manners. Yes. Refinement or grace. Yeah, so he was just Never kind of a gnarly dude that looked like he got in brawls all the time. Okay. He was just kind of, all right. kind of a jerk. It's a real piece of shit. Um, <laughs> but their friendship starts when Burke and Hare meet each other, uh, working on something called The Harvest in 1827. They quickly became BFFs, and Burke and his wife moved in with Hare and his wife. In Hare's lodging house. Wow. So now they all live in this lodging house together. This weird hmm. foursome going on. Uh, or boarding house, whatever you call it. <coughs> anyway. Uh, so they became friends. And they <laughs> live with each other. Jake still Flip has paper, <laughs> folks. So he, he still prints his I type this. Out. No, I typed these he up. He types so them out, I but he doesn't <coughs> read them off his computer. No, I read the research. I read all these <laughs> different websites, and then I take it, and I take this stuff from it, and right. I type it up. With my own words. But then he prints it also on a printer <laughs> instead of reading the typed notes off of his computer. Like I do. Right and I have like a stack of papers behind me right now <laughs> from the last four episodes. Uh, and he's actually made notes on his paperwork too. He's crossed out words and he's like changed his spelling. He's fixed his own spelling even though none of you will ever see. <laughs> so my errors. typing is terrible. And I, sometimes I leave words he out. He his own paperwork I, that I no do. one will see. He uses white out. <laughs> I know. Does that say something about me? I didn't really think about that until now. <laughs> on a on a cold November night, a man simply named Donald like them already. <laughs> they never, they never <laughs> did release, right? right? What are you, a duck, you son of a bitch? <laughs> they never released his uh, actual last name. So uh, anyway, he was renting a room in the same Rump. in the lodging house that Hare owned, and he died of dropsy. Which do you know what dropsy is? No, it's edema. Do oh. you know what edema is? It's uh, the no. buildup of fluid build in of body fluid. tissue. Yeah. In body tissue. Mm-hmm. So anyway, this man still owed rent. And uh, wouldn't be able to pay because, well, he was dead. (laughs) So Hare, obviously the miser, complained about this financial loss to Burke, and they came up with the idea to sell the body to the local anatomist. Okay. 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 Sell your body to science. Yeah. A coffin was provided for poor old Donald's burial and was paid for by the local parish. When no one was looking, Burke and Hare removed the body from the coffin Hit it under the bed. Sounds like a shitty like l- law firm. Birkin fucking Birkin Bir- Hair. It does, doesn't it? Firm. Yeah. <laughs> if we ever become lawyers, we're naming it Birkin Hair. Yes, <laughs> and we will. They'll be like, so we who's Birkin Hair? And you're like, well, I, I don't mean, know. It has nothing to do with our serial name. killers for science, bitch. <laughs> 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 fucking quit asking questions. <laughs> uh, anyways, they removed the body from the coffin, hit it under the bed, and filled the coffin back up with bark and resealed it. Like these guys okay. somehow bark. took the body out of the coffin, hid it under a bed, and then filled it with bark. <laughs> you don't want <laughs> weeds growing. <laughs> you don't want any weeds in your body bag. <laughs> yes, I caught that. By the way, <laughs> what'd you say? A cacophony, which I think is like a lot of <laughs> laughter. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> they brought the body to one Doctor Robert Knox's, and we met him earlier. That was his flyer that we Bob read. Bob Knox. Knox. Bob Knox uh, at Edinburgh. University, who paid a handsome seven pounds and ten shillings Dang. to the two men. I know, son. Yep, from which Hare received a larger share 
for his loss of rent, obviously, that oh, yeah. uh, Donald couldn't pay because okay. he died Donald. of dropsy. Yeah. Dropsy. Which is uh, you, also How do you spell that? Uh, D-R-O-P-S-Y. S-Y. Yeah. Huh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard that one either. That's yeah. cool. So according to Burke's official confession, as he and Hare left the university, one of Knox's assistants told them that the anatomists, quote, would be glad to see them again if they had another to dispose of. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> the plot thickens. Yes. Okay, rewind just a little bit. How much is that in today's money systems? Do we know? Like, what? What's that kind of like? What does that convert to? So, is that like twenty-five cents? Holy is that like uh, so? It was seven, seven pounds. Seven pounds, ten, 10 shillings, shillings back then in eighteen twenty-seven. Eighteen twenty-seven. Yes. Now, so is with worth inflation and the going rate, so in pounds, it's about thirty-three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Thirty-three hundred pounds. Which is close to forty five hundred U.S. dollars. Today. Okay, yeah. So they were making some. Dough. That's a lot of money yeah. back then back for then. a body, yeah. Yeah. one body. That's a lot of money. Yeah, you're talking just about in how general. many bodies they back then they brought in. Yeah, the so seven pounds ten shillings in eighteen twenty seven is like having three grand. Yeah, that's easy days worth. That's great. Damn. Yeah, I'd be murdered, motherfuckers, and bringing them to doctors too. Yeah. Murder. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> But over the next 10 months, Burke and Hare murdered 16 men and women wow. under under the roof of their lodging house and sold their bodies to Whoa. Knox. Yeah, sold them to the same doctor. Were and they just random or were they people that were sick? Were they people that were okay? In what? Okay. Sh- in <laughs> in Did one they have consumption? <laughs> <laughs> I yes. feel like they had <coughs> consumption. The, the black lung. <laughs> I feel like everyone had <laughs> consumption back then. Yeah, they did. Which just, f- to me, in my brain, is they drink too much alcohol. They were alcoholics. Right, I know. <laughs> not that. But yeah. consumption alcohol. is actually um, tuberculosis, uh, dude. Oh, TB. Yeah. So it is a lung thing, though. It is. Yeah. Uh, in one such case, Burke met two women and bought them alcohol before inviting them back to his place. Mm, consumption, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. For dirty, breakfast. Dirty man. Uh, the For breakfast. Wow. Yeah, that, was the, <laughs> that was the draw. He's like, hey, drink some of this alcohol, come back to my place for some <laughs> breakfast, ladies. <laughs> And and they were like, fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> and the three of them left the tavern uh, with two bottles of whiskey. Whiskey. <laughs> Just wanted to put that. They did. They left two bottles of whiskey and went instead to his brother's house. Biscuits and uh, We don't know why. That's what I hope they got. Yeah, biscuits and gravity. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They at least deserve that. Nice. They died. Uh, throwback. But this is what happens when you bring two women back to your brother's house with whiskey. Mm-hmm. You got to listen to them. Burke's wife. Tell stories. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, right. I know. And then fucking you're asleep and then nothing happened. Yeah. Uh, no, Burke's <laughs> wife, Helen, showed up and accused the two women of having an affair with her husband. So I love this. Oh, how she accuses the two women of fucking up. <laughs> not her husband. Not Mr. Burke. He did nothing wrong here. And she threw a whiskey glass at one of the women's face and injured her. Cool. She left, and so did Helen, to go get hair and his wife. So now he's, she's going back to get the other guy. Uh, when they arrived, the two men locked their wives out of the room and murdered the other women. Whoa. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Burke's Fuck wife, this. though, she kept and wore the victim's clothes. <gasps> Uh, That afternoon, they took the body to Knox in a tea chest, and the corpse was still warm when they delivered it. Gross. Isn't that something? Wow. Uh, When asked where they obtained the body, Burke explained that she had drunk herself to death, and they had purchased her from an old woman. 
And then, like, the stab marks. They had purchased, oh, yeah, she was as you fine. do, just they from had the, purchased from the corner market. The yeah. dead body from an old woman. Yeah. Wait, how did, they murder? The how did they murder her? Knox. Was there any wounds? Was delighted with the corpse and stored it in whiskey for three months before dissecting he it. He distilled her. Well, that makes his story a little better. Body brighter. distillers. Yeah. Would you Another like, great band Who drank name. that whiskey after? That's what distillers. I want to know. Like, stored this dead girl yeah. in a whiskey for three months. And then they're like, hmm, what are the tasting fucking notes with this one? Corpse bride. That's what <laughs> yeah. I call that one. Yeah. Uh, anyway, eventually, wow. as all good things come to an end, a warrant was issued in November of 1828 for the detention of Burke, Hare, and their wives. Wow. Uh, in the end, uh, Hare threw Burke under the bus, claiming Burke was the sole murderer, along with Helen, his wife. And uh, William Burke was charged with only one murder out of the 16 of the bodies that they delivered to Knox. Uh, but was still given the death penalty. So they still got what Either was How'd they get, like, hung or? Oh, we're getting there. Okay. Um, as he was passed this verdict by the Lord Justice Clerk Boyle. Oh, I just I like love that. I love this, you know. Lord Justice yeah. Clerk Boyle. Boyle told Burke, quote, your body should be publicly dissected and anatomized. Whoa. And I trust Whoa. that if it is ever customary to preserve skeletons, yours will be preserved in order that posterity yes. may keep in remembrance your atrocious crimes. Hare successfully disappeared without a trace, and there's no further record of Whoa. him. So Bert got fucked, Hare bailed, and there's no record of him after wow. this. Oh, my God. In history. Whoa. Yeah, pretty wild, right? Burke's yeah. body. He had a backup plan. However, was indeed publicly dissected by a Professor Monroe at the Anatomy Theater at the University of Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the two-hour procedure, Monroe decided to dip a quill into Burke's blood and write this sentence. <gasps> I fucking love these what? guys, yeah, right? Dude. Yeah, these blood guys, quill. These guys like, get, they do it. Yeah. <laughs> this is not like, you blood know. Blood quill. Oh, yeah. Professor Monroe, quote, This is written with the blood of W.M. Burke, who was hanged at Edinburgh. This blood was taken from his head. That's the quote. That's it. End quote. His skeleton was given to the Anatomical Museum, where it remains today. His death mask and notebook that was bound with his skin can be found. (laughs) Can be found at the Necronomicon, dude. Yeah, (laughs) can be found at the Surgeons Hall Museum at the uh, University of Edinburgh. Still there. You can go see. You can go see this guy, his skeleton, and his book that they they made out of his. Well, they they, bound it with his skin. Yeah, is that wicked? That's like awesome. these guys were like, "Fuck this crazy Rough. cocksucker." We're gonna, we're also crazy we're gonna be the crazy cocksuckers. Yeah. Um, anyway, there was a song, a little poem that like went around that part of Scotland for many, many years after, and this is how it went: <laughs> Up the close and doon the stair, but and Ben Wee, Burke and Hare, Burke's the butcher, Hare's the thief, knocks the boy that buys the beef. <laughs> that's a, that's literally a 19th century Edinburgh riot. Wow. Like this is this is people people recited this all the time Jeez. after this this whole thing happened. So, Crazy. yeah, that's the story of Burke Crazy. and Crazy. Let's take a little break. And hear from our sponsors. Yeah, and go pee. Go to AMH Custom Craft on Etsy.com for one-of-a-kind handmade items from leather, wallets, and beautiful knives to copper bracelets, earrings, and bow ties. 
Everything at AMH Custom Craft is made with repurposed quality materials. Want a custom piece? Send Aaron H. a message and make it happen. AMH Custom Craft on Etsy.com. You know, guys, I was eating at a local brewery recently, and I thought to myself, you know what this food could use? It could really use some funky, funky, funky. Monkey's Hot Sauce Factory uses locally grown and organic ingredients to master the art of spice and flavor. A delicious addition to any meal, non-GMO, vegan, and gluten-free. Pick up a bottle or two of Funky's Hot Sauce and taste what you've been missing. Every batch is made with love and always funky fresh. Go to their website, funkyshotsaucefactory.com to order now or check them out on Instagram at Funky's Hot Sauce Factory. And we're back. I don't and know what this podcast back. is. Uh, Candace. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for hanging out with us and and we sticking around. We uh, Aaron's going Good next night. with animals gone, gone wild. wild. <laughs> so, animals gone wild. This first one. <laughs> Aaron is slowly taking his hoodie off. It's gonna take a while. Sorry. Anyway, go ahead. So there have been a recorded 200 or more accounts of the trial of individual animals or group of animals. Trial is in like as court? in like a court trial. Okay, yes. <laughs> animal court. <laughs> <laughs> so do they get uh, lawyers and shit? Yep. In 1386. 13. So this was like we're talking like medieval right. and Victorian. You want to call it a Victorian era? No, fuck we don't. Victorian era is. We don't. Yeah. That's a different era. <laughs> I am. <laughs> when they used to butter their shoes. Yes. <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Back in the times when they used to butter their, their shoes. shoes. You said that's so matter of fucking fact. <laughs> like I believed it. <gasps> He's like, I was like, yeah. they oh did. Yeah. 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 Yes. You convinced Holy me. Holy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that sting. Did you just say when they buttered their shoes? I like for a second. I was like, did they butter their shoes back in the day? I know. Oh my! God. I was convinced they buttered their shoes. Okay. <sighs> Regroup. Is it on the bottom? Did they butter them to get their feet in? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that. That was quick though. That was so good. Sorry. We should go on the. We should take this on the road. Oh, oh man. man. Seriously, Improv. we should take this on the road. <laughs> so, in 1386, <sighs> when they used to butter their shoes in France, yes, a sow <laughs> was sentenced to be hanged for having torn the face and arms off a child. A, wom- a woman pig. Yes. A, f- a, a female pig. pig. Female pig. A woman pig. A, a, a female <laughs> pig. A woman pig. <laughs> Maybe it was a girl pig. I don't know. <laughs> she's part she was a she? full-grown woman <laughs> yeah. pig. Yeah. Yeah. So a sow ripped the face off a child. Face and arms off of a child. <laughs> and, and arms? And arms. Both? Jesus Christ. Allegedly. This This is great. I love yeah. this already. <laughs> and to make the travesty of justice complete, they dressed the pig in man's clothes and executed it near the city hall at the expense to the state of 10 sous and 10 deniers. Another money... Uh, deniers. D- d- deniers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. And also deniers. a pair of gloves for the hangman. They threw in a pair of gloves to the hangman. 
Woof. So the hangman was given new gloves so that he could be clean and free from sin. Another thing about this that is very odd was that the pig was allowed an elaborate trial in court. What? <laughs> and also had the same rights under law that human defendants have. What in the fuck? Why? Because apparently they treat the same as humans. Well, yeah. This is, this it, is what you I get mean, when people butter their shoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's because he buttered yeah. the shoes. Back in the shoe buttering days. Oh, man. That was fun. So wow. The, the animal was allowed legal representation. They were jailed with human cellmates. <laughs> imagine, yeah. So imagine sitting in a jail cell and you got your, your pit. Like, so what'd you do time for? He's, yeah. he's, he's got like knickers on and like yeah. a button up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she does. It's yeah. a sow. She. Yeah. She. She. Oh, my yeah. word. And, and witnesses were even called to give evidence. No. Yeah. People were, they got witnesses on either side. They had, they, I was they, just they, sitting they, on well, my porch, what buttering my shoes. <laughs> yeah. And at their pig, they were allowed to witness face off that child. Humans were allowed to witness, so they had the same rights as a, a human <laughs> defendant. So, yeah. So, did she win? Did she get turned yeah, into bacon? Most of them didn't. Okay. okay. Because, you know, it's a pig. So. <laughs> What so if she didn't yeah. want a lawyer? She yeah. wanted to, <laughs> she she wanted want to state her own case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the judge is like innocent <laughs> but it wasn't just pigs though there was lots of other like dogs we're talking varmints we're talking animals varmints? man talking like varmints. anything anything <laughs> like like a jackalope varmints. <laughs> yeah yeah like literally anything yeah uh, it was it was pretty much anything I feel like Cats. my topic was so lame compared to that. This is like the best. <laughs> I don't know how you're gonna. I don't know how you're gonna top this, Lindsay. I'm not. You should probably just leave. I'm it's not. Very I short, probably should. Yeah, I think I should leave. Wow. This, yeah. That's so awesome. It, it's any animal basically back then. That is crazy. Where that was this? This is in France. they thought was. This is in France. This this instance particularly French varmint law. Particularly. <laughs> yeah, French varmint law. Yeah. I am. Versed in French vermin law. Versed in vermin. Do Pepe Le Pew would have like oh, eighteen dude. counts of He'd rape? Be so fuck. He'd be sitting there smoking a series. Yeah. Like I did like not, I did do, not do it. I promise. <laughs> she lies. I did not have sexual relations yeah. with this woman. Well, yeah. So they used to try animals. They'd bring them to court. They'd have lawyers. I try. I, I like to try animals every once in a while. <laughs> sheep dip. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> sheep dip. What if they ever tried sheep dip? Yeah. Andy's going for some more Chuckin' Up Bay. Ooh. It's got a low baritone sound. I love it. Yeah. We've got about two quarters of this whiskey done. Yeah. We do. Oh. One third. Yeah. Two Why threes. would you do that? Sorry. Why would you click the mic off and on, you fucking sinister <laughs> psycho? <laughs> so, capital punishment. Mm, That's sorry. I just got hard. <laughs> it's all the would. P's and the capital punishment. Capital Punishment. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you like that punishment. <laughs> has forever been known as cruel. But that cruelty has changed over time and varies in different cultures. However, meeting your end under the heavy, weighty foot of a compliant elephant seems too ridiculous to be real. Right? Yes. Like trampled? Does that seem weird? Were we talking about trampled? Mm-hmm. Trampled it's by one elephants? of my favorite words Talk on the about planet. Training being elephants trampled to walk on people, to walk on people and crush their skulls. Yeah, and what? execute them. That's cool. Like a watermelon. It is cool. 
just it is squish it like watermelon. Elephants are smart as fuck. Wow. Yeah. So this may seem ridiculous and strange to most, but it was in fact a very, very real form of capital punishment in Southeast Asia, <laughs> mainly India. Making <laughs> <laughs> think twice about stealing that loaf of bread, huh? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, that egg roll looks good, but I don't want to get stepped on by an right. elephant. <laughs> So mainly it's India. Ali, 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 Didn't he ride an elephant? <laughs> <laughs> From the Middle Ages up until the late 19th century, they still use this. So it was it was mainly enemy soldiers that were at the receiving end of this punishment, but they also <laughs> used it on petty criminals found guilty of tax evasion and theft. Wow. Yeah. So according to one account by a French writer, the punishment of death by elephant was just as gruesome as one might imagine, with the convicted forced to place their head on a pedestal or block of some sort where they would await the massive weight of an elephant to squeeze the last breath out. There are recorded accounts of other methods of execution and torture in which they would attach blades to the elephant's tusks and they would be trained to slice the criminals into bits. So in Sri Lanka, executioner elephants, is what they called them, were said to have used their tusks to stab the convicted to death, while Thailand preferred the incarcerated to be flung like rag dolls before having the life stomped out of them. (laughs) (laughs) Probably the most inhumane way was the Vietnamese method of tying the victims to a stake before commanding an elephant to charge and crush the victim to death. Death by elephant. Death by elephant. Whew. Yeah. Jesus oh fucking man. Christ. It's just a murder. I mean, yeah, you talked about murder. I talked about... Yeah, murder. Dolphinately. Dolphinately. <laughs> Dolphinately, <laughs> yeah. For sharks. Yeah, for sharks. Yeah. For sharks, for sure. Turtly. <laughs> Turtly. Turtly. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, Lindsay. I like it. What do you have what for I, us what uh, do this I have? evening? I don't know. What do I have? Uh, so... so Reanimation. Reanimation what, of dead things? What do you think of first? Like, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Uh, no breathing. <laughs> I love that. Love that. Reanimation. No, no breathing. breathing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I mean, that. honestly, the first thing that comes to mind is Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. That's a good one. Mm-hmm, yep. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're, they're doing that. Maybe Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Was it you that was telling me about the fucking... Oh, we were talking about the dinosaur egg. No, 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 no. The the fucking woolly mammoth. That's what we're going to talk about in a minute. Ah, oh, yeah. that's yeah, right. Yeah. I didn't think it was a real that's article. That's a real thing. Yeah, so that's coming up. That's coming up. So Coming up soon. In real life. So, so reanimation. When we think about that, we think of Frankenstein. Yes. We think about Frankenstein mo- the monster. Mm-hmm. And a scientist taking parts of different humans or different animals and putting them together a new, yeah. putting them together making a new human or whatever but really scientists have been reanimating species for thousands of years and we, we do that all the time we do we reanimate all the time species is what i'm saying not animals necessarily but plants is one of them mm, gotcha. and so one of the big ones is in russia about 65 percent that's a pretty large amount more than half if you will of Russia's territories are covered in permafrost, uh, which is a ground that remains frozen year-round. That's mm-hmm. what permafrost is. It's right. just it's fully permanently frozen. Frosted. Permanently frozen. It never does thaw. And in 2012, Russian scientists were able to revive plants that are over 32,000 years old from the Plasticine area. 
That's a really long time ago. That's like 32 times longer than a thousand years. I don't know. Just to give the math. <laughs> I mean, think about that, though. I mean, really, more. you can say 32,000, but yeah. then you can say 32 times a thousand years. Right. Yeah. Like a thousand years ago times 32. Yeah. Like we only lived yeah. to maybe a hundred. Yeah. Think of a thousand. That's right. 10 of us. That's yeah. 10 human lifetimes. Think of 32 times 10 lifetimes. 320 human lifetimes. That's a yeah. really lot. That's yeah. a really lot. That's a really lot. lot. That's yeah. a really lot. So <laughs> that sounds cool. But what's made it really possible to study some of these most ancient gene pools we have is it's giving us a better idea of the microevolution of living organisms today, like us, mm. thinking about 32,000 years ago. So looking at plants. So a couple of years after the Russian plants have been reanimated, British scientists attempted a similar deal, but with moss in Antarctica, which is also obviously permafrost. It's Antarctica is totally frozen, miles deep with frost. Um, so there's that trips me out. These mosses, and mosses are incredibly important ecosystem plants. I don't know if everybody knows that, but moss I do. I use Irish moss in my beer that I'm brewing right now. So obviously, so important. You can't have beer without moss. No. So moss is the first thing that grows back after a fire. Um, if an area of area is deforested. In order to reforest it, you have to have a layer of moss grow back. Hmm. It's the only thing that thing is a base layer for everything to grow out of. Uh, it's like a nature carpet, if you will, is oh, the way I think about it. Moss carpet. is a nature carpet. You gotta have moss. <laughs> that sounds like way too sexy for me. <laughs> it's a nature carpet. <laughs> way too sexy for me. And the carpet. Are we talking about that stuff drapes? when we're sitting here? The carpet matches the drapes. I'm gonna say that right now. They stabilize the soil. They retain moisture. So in Antarctica, they were able to revive 1,500 15-year-old moss by starting new moss growing over it. So it reanimated the old moss that's 1,500 years old. Really? And they were Wait. able to save a long dead Hold species on. in Antarctica. So they grew new moss mm -hmm. over old moss. Really old moss. And it revived it. And so now they were able to capture that species so they can use that moss in other areas that it was it's basically an extinct moss that was used for long time, thousands of years. They were able to reanimate it using moss that we have today. And now they know how to make moss that used to grow on the I earth. I feel like if we keep doing this, we're going to have giant penis fly traps around <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> ah, the penis fly trap. My favorite. Now we have... After this, so we've got those mosses in Antarctica. Now we have the Arctic rotifer. Is it mosses or just moss? That's, Is there that's, a plural it's mosses. Term? There's multiple species of moss okay. making it a mosses. Yeah. Okay. So the Arctic rotifer, this is also out of the Russian Siberian Arctic, but these are multicellular microscopic organisms that are suspended in animation and have lived for thousands of years under the permafrost ice. Multicellular. Mosses are not multicellular. Are these this like the things like animal. all the little little legs? They do. They have like a weird body, yeah, like a weird oblong body yeah. with little weird legs. Yeah. And originally scientists thought they could only live in this frozen animated state for about six to ten years. But just recently they've been able to do radiocarbon dating and prove that they've been able to estimate their years in the thousands. Right. They look like little chubby caterpillars. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. What yeah. are they called again? They're called rotifers. Yeah. Okay. I remember I've, I've read something about this not that long ago and I was like, oh, that's scary. They look, you know what they it look is, like yeah. is um, on SpongeBob, what's the little guy with the antennas? 
that's always like oh. his arch enemy of SpongeBob. Plankton? Um, plankton. Yeah. They look like plankton. But no, they kind don't. Kind of. Sort of. A they little bit. They don't look like plankton at all. They, they look like, like little like chubby caterpillars. They have like little antennas and they're like. They have like, I don't know. they're like little fucking fat legs, like little things, little hooks yeah. sticking out of them. Yeah, they do <clears> kind of <throat> look like that. Yeah. Right? Am I thinking the same thing? I think so. Okay. I think so. All right. So what they've proven Rotifer. is that they can live for thousands of years and right. cloned samples. In heat and cold. Heat and frozen. Yeah. Like completely frozen. Yeah. They clone these samples of the rotifers and they, sh- they showed that they can reproduce without fertilization. So they're able to reproduce under the ice for thousands of years with nothing around them, just on their own. They can continuously reproduce. So this may not seem too exciting because they're just these little tiny microscopic like like, little nerds. Starship troopers all over again. Super freaking weird. <laughs> yeah. But it's showing science how other organisms may be able to survive in suspended animations for very long periods of time, thousands of years, including humans. These are multicellular organisms. Right. But they're they, asexual? They are asexual and they're frozen in animation for thousands of years. I hope the people that listen to this show listen up to this point <laughs> because it is the best yeah. part of the show oh yeah the the most it's just interesting to think about i feel like i'm watching a fucking documentary that i love right now <laughs> right? That's awesome. like that's what i feel like <laughs> we're, we're just hoping that we can figure out the scientific background so that we can do the same thing to humans so that we can get to places like other planets and mars and uh. populate or figure out what's going on see out if we there. can just go into suspended whatever for why a long time. Why are we not time? as advanced as the aliens that we picture? Why are we not advanced as the Rodifers? They are tiny little multicellular, yeah. teeny, microscopic. You know what they We're do better than anybody else? Survive. They yeah. are able to survive thousands of years in the ice. Deep, deep, deep ice. Yeah. And multiply. That's wicked. Under the ice. Can we freeze ourselves long enough and still unfreeze ourselves and be okay? Because they can. Why can't we? And they did it on their own. They didn't do it with science. They did it instinctually on our planet with their own DNA. Then we have viruses. 2017 in Alberta, Canada. Of course. That's where all the viruses come from. (laughs) (laughs) A relative of the smallpox virus, which was very deadly, was revived called the horsepox. Yeah, let's revive that. They revived it. Yeah, let's say, hey, you know what? Let's try to get this uh, terrible disease and let's get it rolling again. Let's do it. Although it was not affecting human, it only affects horses. It was brought back in order to create a vaccine for mice to the pox virus. (laughs) I also hate mice. Which is in the family of smallpox. So a little Mm. side note, smallpox is the only human virus to be completely eradicated through the use of vaccines. That is a fact, that vaccines eradicated smallpox. It does not exist anymore on the planet because we used a vaccine. Mm. The whole point of this, though, is to help us create better vaccines since the one works so well. It's the one vaccine that works so well. They brought horse packs back so that we could figure out a better vaccine. And the findings are also apparently helping scientists to research whether viruses may be used to treat cancer. So they're using this horsepox changed virus vaccine to actually use for us. They're going to use the virus itself so this to is treat cancer. Right. This is actually what they're doing. They're studying viruses mm-hmm. that potentially came from space, mind you, yeah. from comets, uh-huh. like we've, we've from different. Doesn't that trip you out too? Yeah. Vi- <laughs> viruses are falling to Earth. 
from the sky, from our from space, all the time, right. all the time. Whether they affect us or they affect microscopically things on our on the planet, yeah. or plants, or viruses whatever, are yeah. falling from the sky. That's mm-hmm. where they're coming from. China's not making them. Chi- I mean, they might be. They are too. But well, everybody's making them. They are also just falling through our atmosphere, and we're getting viruses that way. That's just a fact. We know that for a fact. Thousands Could you imagine of being viruses. a virus and surviving that? Yeah, They're frozen right? in, in like permafrost yeah. in these comets and shit. So. Yeah, the, the the fucking thousands of degrees that they burn up in yeah. our atmosphere isn't enough to fucking kill them. Nope. Yeah. it's still there. Yeah. So then, just this last year, just now, huge news. Two thousand twenty-one. Two thousand twenty-one. Yep, twenty twenty-one. Can you believe that's the year we're we're living in twenty twenty-two right now? I think it, it's, it's the future. It's not real anyway. It's the future. So it doesn't matter. Just this last year, huge news: the first endangered species has been successfully cloned the black-footed ferret <laughs> why are we bringing back the black-footed <laughs> ferret dude black out of ferret. all things black-footed ferret yeah. bff yeah bring back the fucking that tyrannosaurus fucker, rex let's BF- see some fucking uh, shit you know what yeah. i mean go big or go home <laughs> fucking ferrets, ferrets. <laughs> disgusting so the, this thing. is this very well maybe the wave of the future bring in species around the world just to the brink of extinction and then bringing them back <laughs> <laughs> Just to the brink. Let's bring him to the brink. Yeah. Bring him to the brink. On purpose. Yeah. On yeah. purpose. You're like, hey. On purpose. No. We know there's only two left. Let's bring him to the brink. Your Get all their shit that we need die. out of them. And then bring them back. <laughs> bring them back. And then they can take credit for bringing them back. So, God, this plant's fucked. It's not credit. so successful. It's all about credit, dude. It is. It is. It's TikTok. so fucked up. It's we bullshit. know <laughs> they're going to go extinct. We have one left. We have two left. We know they're going to. Let's bring them back. Let's grab their shit and bring them back. Yeah. So anyway, not so successful was the first actually it's extinct animal they tried to clone and reanimate, which is the Pyrian ibex, the Bucardo, which is a mountain goat type creature. Uh, the last one died in the year 2000. They were able to get DNA and they did revive one, but it only lived for 10 minutes. <laughs> Shortly. So it's the only species to become de-extinct and then extinct twice. <laughs> and now that brings us to the exciting news that Jake already broke earlier, which is a <laughs> super bummer. <laughs> but it is spoiler. But it spoiler alert. But it was wrought with controversy. It still is rot. It's rot. Let's spell that. W R A U G H T. W R O. Is it O? Is it O U? Rot with controversy. It's just rotting with controversy. Yeah. It's a long extinct beloved species currently in the works to be returned on this planet. Beloved? Beloved. 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 How is it? Has the woolly mammoth not a beloved species? It's an know. Ice Age. It's like the character of Ice Age. Ice all the Age character. The, the Pixar. animated movie? The Pixar movies. Everybody is loves. Is that Pixar? Yeah, I oh. think so. Something like that. Doesn't matter. It's cool. Don't yeah. call it a comeback. Uh, the mighty woolly mammoth. It is. You crazy son of a bitch, you did. And this ain't your granny's cloning project. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what your gl- granny's cloning My project glannies. is, but this is not your gl- granny's. My granny's ain't doing it. If so you can say, say granny one time without <laughs> fucking it up, I will give you $5. Without right an L in there? <laughs> it's also not your glanny's cloning project either. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be big, you guys. There's a biotechnology company called Colossal. Of course. It's called Colossal. Yeah. And it's going to try to de-extinct. De-extinct. It's going to de-stinct. It's going to de-extinct. de It is going de-stink to de-stinct it. the woolly using before. gene editing technology, oh, otherwise known as CRISPR. CRISPR. 
High five. Did you hear that clap? Yeah. He gave no me an actual. Either. I know about CRISPR. It's like one of my favorite things. Oh, CRISPR. Okay, let's spell it out. C-R-I-S-P-R. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have an E in it. No, it's just it's CRISPR. A, it's an acronym. It's an acronym. CRISPR. It's going to start out at a measly $15 million price point. Not that bad. Not that bad. Pretty cheap. Pretty cheap. Yeah. And uh, Yeah, 15 mil. And it'll only take about four to five more years. And they're saying by the year 2027, they're going to have a woolly mam. So if you don't know what CRISPR is, it's a gene editing technology that is a specific protein that can go in and basically act as scissors and cut bad things out of DNA, bad things in quotations, out of your DNA. Cut it out. And then your DNA will um, naturally heal itself into a different sequence. It is a real thing, and uh-huh. it is, it is uh, not only an amazing, beautiful thing, but it's also a scary, crazy thing. Oh, yeah. It is uh, what Hell they call yeah. playing God. Futuristic. Yeah. It's really controversial. It and it's, is. It's really Super interesting. And, and I really yeah. and I love it because it can be used for such amazing things. Mm-hmm. The, the, the idea behind it in the beginning was to find out why, how people have alt- Alzheimer's and mm-hmm. fix it. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the idea in the beginning. It was like this... Find that part of the DNA and cut it out, cut it out and out. get rid of it and let it fix itself. And all of a sudden, there's no more Alzheimer's, uh, you know, whatever it is. Any, that you have. Anything. Fucking cut, cut out the bad parts. Yeah. Cut out cancer. I mean, literally, like yeah. anything. And, you can and, see into the and the sky's what the limit. I mean, if you could, if you can dial it into that much. There are so, mo- so many chromosomal problems in our DNA due yeah. to inbreeding, due to. Uh, chemicals mm. due to metallics right. even in our environment right. due to the food that we eat mm-hmm. so many chromosomal problems if they can start to cut out the things that react to those things and cause things that are but the question is, the question is should we should we is fuck the question. with nature that's and that's and that's like that's the controversial part yep. is exactly. like should we do that yes should we do it we yeah. c- just because we can should we do it? We should. And, and we're not and saying on this show that we should or shouldn't. No. We're just talking about it. No, we're just talking about it. We're just bringing it up. Yeah, it's called CRISPR. Listen, you're going to hear about it. We're not scientists. We love doing the research and we love learning about all but these different things. But as a scientist, things. I'd we like are. to scare yeah. you towards. So here's really the scoop about this, though. So we all know what a woolly mammoth looks like. Woolly mammoths were a cornerstone, as they call it, of our environment for a very long time, thousands and thousands of years, woolly mammoths were a very important part of our environment, and they went extinct because of the ice age, because the planet cooled over and froze. Well, we're kind of missing that now. And what they're saying is that, keep in mind, this won't be a real woolly mammoth. They are going to grow this. It's going to be a genetically modified elephant to create a synthetic organism that will be damn close to what a mammoth is. So mm-hmm. this particular situation, what they're going to do with gene editing is they're going to snip and replace particular genes in animals with close DNA. So since we have mammoth DNA, we have very good mammoth DNA, very good, pure DNA, and we can sequence it. We can snip out what in elephants is not the same as the mammoth and we can put in whatever the mammoth has and then just grow it in an elephant. And then it will look exactly like a mammoth. But the fact that we're growing in an elephant brings up really big ethical 
concerns and controversy surrounding this is humans are creating a new life mm-hmm. yeah. themselves. Yeah. So this is going to take them $15 million-ish and also <laughs> around four to five years. Four to five. Around four to five years. They're saying by the year 2027, we're going to have some mammoths. And like I said, it's going to be a genetically modified elephant. To version. It's a version. Version of a newly mm. synthetic mammoth. Like a version. Like a version. <laughs> <laughs> Mammoth for the very first time. <laughs> Furry for the very first time. <laughs> they have crunched all the boring numbers and created charts <laughs> saying that grazing mammoths could help convert icy tundras back to grasslands. Mm-hmm. And that would support biodiversity, store carbon, and offset climate change. And climate change nerds are stoked on the possibility <laughs> as they have <laughs> the climate change nerds. They're very stoked. Fucking nerds. They have crunched all the boring fucking numbers and created charts that say that grazing mammoths could help convert icy tundras back into grasslands that would support biodiversity. And these woolies, as we say <laughs> in the biz, we call them woolies <laughs> in the biz. I call them woolies. I do too. Uh, there are cornerstone species, which is are, are extremely important to the ecosystem, as elephants are today. We need elephants. Before you, you know it, elephants are going to be fucking extinct. And they're going to stomp heads. And We're going to bring mammoths back, and then elephants are going to be extinct. Like what's, what's next? What's going to stink next? Stink. What's going to oh, stink? I can answer that. <laughs> Jake's <farts>. <laughs> <laughs> Give me I 30 seconds. It. I guarantee it. So the question is, when are we getting them dinos? I know that's the thing that scares me, dude. Did they not watch Jurassic Park? When Don't make the mammoth. Don't make the mammoth. We have plenty of little it's a slippery islands. slope. It's a slippery no, slope. No, we got plenty of little islands. We can grow them. It's on. a gateway dinosaur. It's a gateway dinosaur. It's a gateway dinosaur. It's a gateway dinosaur. The woolly mammoth is a fucking gateway dinosaur. <laughs> so the big question is, what species would you bring back? What species? The dodo? No. The raptor? The T Rex? Something that Stegosaurus? kill us, Tyrannosaurus? but you could like, kind of hang out with. Right. For me, I think it'd be the saber-toothed tiger. The oh. saber-toothed tiger. You got a rad a big show, cat yeah. with fucking twofers. He's got twofers coming off rad. of him. So <laughs> cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or here's the other one. In <laughs> Australia, not that long ago, there was the thylacine. Which is a this is Australian dog tiger hybrid that a lot oh, of people man. still claim that they see in Australia. They say that it's not extinct it's and it's just very like mystical and it's hiding out in the outback. And there's a oh, movie crikey. called Hunt for the Wilder People. And I love that movie. They talk about the thylacine. That's such a well written oh, movie. It's Taika Waitiki is like the best. Mm-hmm ever i don't know what i'd bring back <laughs> i don't think i want to bring back anything i think that's fucking yeah. weird to bring back stuff man I mean, this the, the, thyl- the thylacine was really crazy if you guys look it up there's a- there's real pictures of it the thylacine and it's t h y l a c i n e and it's a dog tiger hybrid and it looks kind of like a it looks like a wolf mountain lion face and it has like body stripes and a tail like a tiger and like mm. a marsupial pouch like mm. a kangaroo. It carries around its babies in a marsupial pouch. Wait a sec. What? Are you still talking about the same, the thylacine? Yeah. This, th- this thing in the the Aussie, the outback? Yeah, the thi- thi- thylacine. Mm. T-H-Y-L-A-C-I-N-E. 
they think it still exists, but it's very, 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 very rare. And it has legs like a typical house dog. So picture like house dog legs, marsupial pouch. What's a house dog compared to what other? You know, some type of like German Shepherd or like a oh oh like a golden retriever. Regular dog legs. So domestic tiger tail, tiger stripes, regular domestic dog legs, marsupial pouch like a kangaroo. And then, like, a face, like, kind of like a tiger-wolf mixed breed. Hmm. And we had some specimens in zoos, even in the States, in the early 1900s. And the very last one known that was live was captured in Tasmania in 1930. And then many people claim that they're still around. But they're very shy, and they're nocturnal. So there's a really tiny population, and they're mostly able to evade humans because we're dumb. So that's all I got, dude. Okay, right. social media, flaskandhandpodcast.com. <laughs> also, the Flask and Hand Podcast. Brought to you Facebook by Old page. Trapper Teriyaki Beef Jerky. And, and, uh, and they're not cool actually our sponsor. The Flask and Hand Podcast Facebook group. Please join. It's a lot of fun. Tonight's whiskey will be on the website at some point and also on social media soon uh, at the Flask and Hand Podcast uh, Instagram. And now it's time for Zen. For those who take life too seriously. A clear conscience is usually the sign of a bad memory. It was a really fun one tonight, honestly. It was a really fun episode. I hope you guys fun. had fun, too. We missed listening. you guys. We did. We missed everybody that listens to this show. We we had a situation. Mostly because no one listens to it. So where <laughs> are you all? We weren't able, well, we weren't able to record. So now we are back yeah. in the saddle, and everything's all good. Uh, we're sorry, as usual, and we love you. We're sorry. Aaron can't Again? remember the other part. <laughs> Something about good night? Good night. <laughs> good night. Good night. Tried to get it across every time I've spoken, but I don't think it's really come out. And I don't know. I uh, I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to do but stand here and scream at you. All talk, no action. Kumate, 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 kumate. Kumite. We should have recorded that one. Yeah, we should have. Cayman <laughs> loves the Kumite. I did record that. Oh, no way. For Cayman. Yeah, for you, Cayman. <laughs>